Welcome to Inside Mineral Wells, the podcast that introduces you to the exciting people, places, and events that make Mineral Wells a magic place to live. Hey everybody, as you well may know, Mineral Wells has been designated as the wellness capital of Texas. So you may be thinking, what does this mean for Mineral Wells? What are we going to do with this designation? Well, in this episode, I'll answer those questions, or actually, Rose Jordan, our tourism director, will answer those questions. Hey everybody, this is Kelly North with Inside Mineral Wells, and today I am at the Chamber of Commerce visiting with Rose Jordan, the tourism director, and we're going to be talking about our new designation as the wellness capital of Texas. And by the way, I want to congratulate you on your role in getting that established. Oh, thank you. It's exciting. I know there were other people, but I know how much work <laughs> you did in getting it established and informing everybody all yeah. along the way of the status and then afterwards what that meant for us. Yeah. So I really think that's what we're here to talk about. Um, yeah what that really means for the city of Mineral Wells, but exactly what, how did we qualify? What, what did we have to do to get the state of Texas to give us that designation? So they don't specifically have parameters for Wellness Capital of Texas, but what they do have is something they call place designations. And so you'll see different towns like Dripping Springs is the wedding capital of Texas, or uh, Georgetown, I think it's the small town capital of Texas, or maybe the Christmas, but like different towns, mm-hmm. San Marcos is the mermaid capital of Texas. And so what you do, what we we did is work with your um, state legislature. With us, it was um, Representative Glenn Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also start that process with your senator. And so we just reached out to Glenn Rogers and we said, hey, we, we want to move in this direction. And um, we really think we could go after this title, this designation, and, and would you help us? And of course, he didn't hesitate. And so I had to put together lots of information supporting why we felt we could you know could mm-hmm. um basically represent the state of texas right. as the wellness capital and so lots of documentation lots of um facts and just all kinds of stuff and i, I probably gave them way more than they wanted <laughs> um but you will see a lot of it reflected in the actual hcr4 resignation a designate resolution in all the whereases. right so, yeah so what were some of those things? Yeah, so the, the historically, um, we've always been a wellness destination. I, yep. I want to say always. Historically, we were. We took um, a bit of a hiatus as our city experienced decline, as, um, you know, the FDA said we could make the claims about our water, mm-hmm. you know, and it got easier for people to take an aspirin instead of yep. tra- track down symptoms. So we kind of just took a, a, a few decades there where we weren't really known as a, des- a wellness destination anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we really weren't known for a lot of things other than the Baker Hotel and <laughs> right. our outdoors. Yeah. And so um, you, can't vi- you, you can't actually stay in the Baker Hotel just yet, though it's coming. And so um, we didn't really have a solid kind of position anymore. Mm-hmm. The reason now that we felt like this was the time, a few things. One is we still have the mineral-rich water that we were built on yep. that's known for, um, we can't say healing, though many will tell you that they have experienced um, reliefs from several different you know ailments based on mm-hmm. drinking our water. So we have that. That water holds, you know, keeps. We still have the water to drink. We have the one bathhouse with crazy water water bathhouse but then we have more bathhouses coming um and then kind of as I was you know looking at how I was going to market us over the next few years and this this happened um late 2020 is when I really started thinking okay what how am I going to market us Uh in the next year you really have to find as a destination what is the one thing that sets your destination apart well, all of our neighbors have outdoor adventure. All of our neighbors have really cool history. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, we have both of those, but, but is that enough to make people stop here 
you know, that they can't, what can they get here that they can't get anywhere else? Well, right. one of them is our water. Mm-hmm. And so the people have been asking since I've been in this position, where can they take the baths? Where can they soak in the water? And so, you know, like I said, we do have crazy water, but I also knew that we had coming the crazy water hotel with yep. plans to put theirs back, the Baker hotel with plans to put a whole spa floor. So when I was looking at that, and then the next thing is since about 2014, the wellness traveler in general, the number one thing they've been looking for when they're trying to decide where to go is uh-huh. experiences in nature. Well, ah. that's mineral wells. Yeah. We've been a destination for outdoor adventure. That's what we've marketed for the last several years. So it was kind of perfect. And then, of course, COVID just yeah. really catapulted that desire of people to be in the outdoors. We were where the Metroplex came during COVID because mm-hmm. they could come out here, be out in the wide open spaces, yep. practice social distancing without any effort. And so it just it even it elevated even more our offering to what a wellness traveler would be looking for so taking those two things in account knowing what we had coming our farmers market is a piece of that one of the criteria of a wellness destination is that you have a market for locals where a, a wellness traveler wants to know that when they visited a place the money they leave behind will have a direct impact on the community, uh-huh. not the big box places. Right. So that means um, markets for artisan goods. Um, we w- they want to know that we're actually sustaining with our like local producers and growers and those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So we l- let's grow crazy is a piece of that. Mm-hmm. The market at 76067 was really the first true artisan type place, mm-hmm. or not just artisan place. They have all kinds of vendors, but they gave a really great place for artisan makers and so that kind of brought in that piece of it and we're starting to see more and more of those opportunities too and as restaurants are pairing with our growers from let's grow crazy Mm -hmm. to bring in their local produce so all of those things combined really kind of gave us our solid footing in the place to start Mm -hmm. Um, and this process has taken so I started kind of working with this shift in messaging back to a wellness destination in early 2021 Uh then it was February of 22 that I reached out to Glenn Rogers and said hey you know would you would you help us do this so the whole process really been about two years of shifting about a year and a half of preparing specifically for the wellness capital of Texas and so since kind of starting that process with Glenn as a community, we have really been working to um, live up to being a wellness destination. So we have like Healthy Mineral Wells, whose main goal is to make the healthy choice the easy choice for locals and for travelers. So that's through dining, that's through, you know, making the artisan markets or those things available Mm -hmm. that having different events. You know, we have the crazy wellness retreats Mm -hmm. that is a community collaboration. Mm -hmm. We have the crazy wellness day that we did in conjunction with um, Global Wellness Day. That's another community collaboration. So our community has really rallied around this really well in collaborations and working to um, go after those goals of being mm-hmm. a wellness destination, not just for travelers, right. but for our community. Right. So, yeah. So tell me more about Healthy Mineral Wells. That's That yeah. organization, was that... Was that started before the idea of no, capital? It kind of, so about the time that we were talking about, um, when we first started talking about, we were in a tourism council meeting one day, and mm-hmm. our former Main Street uh, director mentioned, hey, we should go after this wellness capital of Texas thing. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay. I was a little hesitant, honestly, because mm-hmm. it felt a little too early, but, but I went ahead and reached out to Glenn Rogers, and we started that process knowing uh-huh. It would take some time. Um, But about that same time, we had been through the Tourism Council, which is now the Tourism Advisory Board, we had been looking at and considering going through the Blue Zone process. Blue Zone. Blue Zone is an organization where they have studied um, people, groups around Mm -hmm. the world, those that have longevity, that they're living Ah, the longest, to see what they have in common. And so they've got, I think there's a six pillars, and I never can remember them all, as I'm doing good to hold on to the wellness tours or criteria. <laughs> they're nine criteria. Uh-huh. But so we were really thinking about going down that route and becoming a designated blue zone uh-huh. uh, place. The couple of reasons we didn't, one, it was incredibly expensive. And it wasn't just right. going to be a one-time expense. It was going to be 
year after year, just right. several, you know, hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. And we Good just felt grief. like that was not the right fit. Yeah, that's wow. Yeah. <laughs> so then we started looking at well, Wellness Tourism Association mm-hmm. has a criteria. There are nine criteria. It meets the sixth that Blue Zone would be, but it also helps us even further with the tourism piece because uh-huh. Blue Zone was aimed more at locals, which we want to capture. Uh-huh. Wellness Tourism Association also, um, with their nine criteria, it's good for the locals and it's good for travelers. And so, okay. and that w- we had them come out and do an assessment of us that was significantly many, many, many thousands of dollars less. And we've been working, we've been able to work hand in hand with them. Uh-huh. Um, without the ongoing expenses other than our membership right. and they've just been really great and mm-hmm. the great thing about them is they're connecting us with um other destinations around the world mm-hmm. to kind of help us learn from what they're what they're doing so that we can continue to work towards our, our goals with them so in the midst of all those meetings with tourism council eventually uh-huh. spun off the next group called Healthy Mineral Wells. And that's when we realized, okay, outside of our tourism advisory board, we have to find a way to bring everybody together that has any interest in the wellness space. Right. Whether it's the schools or uh, the Mm -hmm. local, you know, yoga instructor or Uh anybody that had any interest at all in the wellness space, the community gardens. And so we wanted to bring everybody together so that we could all, the number one thing was to make sure that we all knew what each other was doing. Right. So that we're not overlapping each other and wasting resources. Yeah. Good idea. And from there, like, how did we keep to grow? How do we continue to grow what we're doing? Right. Um, in a kind of an organized way. And so that's where healthy mineral wells came from. Um, it's now the in, internal term through the chamber is it's the quality of life council, but the public facing side of it is healthy mineral wells. Okay. So were they the ones, that group behind the crazy wellness day? No. Um, well, sort of. There's so much overlap between the Healthy Mineral Wells Group and the uh-huh. Tourism Advisory Board, and it was a it was a collaboration between all of us, uh-huh. as well as tons of other community partners like Crazy Water, uh-huh. the Crazy Water Hotel, the hospital. Um, there was just a bunch of community partners, and so now pretty much all of our efforts that are wellness and uh-huh. health related, it's really um, the lines are super blurred as to who's quote in charge, right? Right. Because really, we're all just collaborating as a community which is yeah. great yeah so yeah, yeah. so Qu- crazy wellness day what day was that that was june 10th and so every year there is a global wellness day next year it'll be june 8th uh-huh. and so that's where people around the globe are celebrating wellness in different ways and mm-hmm. so we just kind of latched on and partnered with that um, effort and created crazy wellness day so we had a full day of workshops and activities and we had things like Zentangle, or um, we had a workshop on making uh, zero-proof cocktails, and we had somebody (laughs) that taught you how to do olla pots, where you're um, gardening with with these clay pots Uh that help get the best use out of your water. Um, We had seed starting, and we had somebody doing face mapping, and just all kinds of really great wellness-related workshops and and things going on. So, And we plan to continue to grow that one. And was that all at the Crazy Hotel? It was hosted at the Crazy Hotel, and they're another partner in this right they hosted us and so um in fact they also did the <laughs> zero proof cocktail um workshop so crazy water hotel is another amazing partner in, yeah, in yeah. all of these efforts fun so, that yeah. amusing a place <laughs> called crazy hotel that's about wellness yeah including mental right. wellness <laughs> like, well and, and so that was a big question <laughs> when we when we kind of were early on starting to shift back in this direction towards wellness you can't come to mineral wells and avoid crazy exactly and i don't mean that in our people but it's everywhere we have the big crazy sun in Uh downtown we have the home of crazy sun we have the crazy water hotel the crazy eight sports bar and grill with crazy this and crazy like uh, it's a crazy town we're just crazy (laughs) everywhere and so there was a big concern about well how will we do this how will we maintain because that's a huge piece of our culture our historic culture like if you take that out of us you're taking our culture out yeah, of us. Yeah. It's part of, you know, who we are. Yeah. But it, ironically, the crazy water uh-huh. is because it, you know, healed a woman who was thought to be crazy, just yep. had mental illness. But we do have to be really sensitive about, is this going to offend people who are concerned about mental illness issues? Right, right. 
And we um, have kind of, we've worked really hard to Mm -hmm. make sure that we uh, can honor both. Yeah. Our culture as well as, you know, honest mental health kind of needs. So, but, but we can't, we just can't take crazy out of who we are because it's just, it just That would be crazy. That would be crazy to do. (laughs) Right. And that's kind of, that's kind of one of the things about us as a a wellness destination. You know, most people think of a wellness destination. They think of a place where there are spas and, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. lots of meditation. And we do have those. Right. But ours is more wellness for the regular person. Mm -hmm. It's not wellness for the rich and famous, though they're welcome to come. (laughs) It's not, you know, these like super fancy multi-thousand dollar resort kind Mm -hmm. of things, though we'll have that with the Baker Hotel. It's really wellness for the everyday person. Right. It's so that when you are looking for a place to go, to get away, to go on vacation, mm-hmm. um, you can continue your wellness journey mm-hmm. here because we have the things in place that you're looking for. Yep. But you don't have to lay out many, many, many thousands of dollars yeah. to experience the wellness that we offer. Mostly because a lot of it is just out our outdoors in nature. Exactly. Yeah. Also, I, I like the idea that crazy is kind of lighthearted too. Right. It's just like, you know what, we're... It's, it's mental and and physical health yeah. is a serious thing, right. but you don't have to treat it seriously. You can right. enjoy and have fun while you're here because none of these things that we're talking about is is a grueling task. Right. Although it, yoga would probably be grueling for me, but <laughs> but you know yoga is a gentle kind yeah, of exercise. Yeah. So it's not. It's, to me, it's just fun and lighthearted, right. and and it's just part of our laughing character. is and humor is actually it is, very it is helpful for yes yeah. for your mental health. Yeah. yeah. So it's a tricky little balance, in you know, in, in doing messaging. Anytime we're doing like Facebook posts or anything, if we're using crazy, we try to use crazy about, right. so that when we talk about crazy, we're talking about how excited and enthusiastic and passionate we all are about what right. we have here as a community. Right. Now the month of March, yes, that is mental. No, that's month wellness, of wellness. Month of wellness. So I reached out. Kind of was short notice, uh, mid February. I reached out to our mayor. Um, I, I, when I was looking at all the things that we had going on in the month of March, you know, mm-hmm. Clark Gardens has their Grow Festival, that is a month long festival that is focused on uh, outdoors and gardening and the arts and mm-hmm. health and wellness. And then we had several others in the community that were doing classes or do different opportunities that were wellness based. Right. And so I thought, well, this is a really good time. What if we also go ahead and have a month of wellness designation? So I reached out to our mayor and I said, hey could we maybe would you consider and do you have enough time uh-huh. could, would you would you give us a proclamation declaring March the month of wellness and of course we have a super supportive mayor and she didn't hesitate and she said let's do it and so a lot of that documentation that I had to give to representative Rogers office for our wellness designation mm-hmm. all of that same stuff I sent it to her so it shows up in that proclamation in all the whereas is too oh, so, right. yeah so it was love those of whereas yeah <laughs> So, um, yeah. So is the wellness retreat, that's a three-day retreat, right? And is that in March, too? Uh, We did one in March. Our next one is going to be, I believe it's January. We were doing them quarterly. Mm -hmm. And then what we realized is to do them at the scale that we were wanting to do them with excellence and and Uh just really well, um, we were it wasn't enough time to go every three months Ah, because by the time you get the March one planned, Mm -hmm. um, you should have actually already had the September, June and September ready to go. Right. And so we were just, we did one in November. The first one last year was in November. Then the second one was in March and the plan had been to do June and September again this year. Uh We've decided, I think we're doing them biannually now because we just, we want to do them with, um, with excellence, we want them to be really mm-hmm. good. Um, and so we did decide to kind of shift that out. But one of the big goals that we had in creating the Crazy Wellness Retreats mm-hmm. was to help us identify what all of our assets were right, and develop a framework for retreats uh-huh. so that other people, when they want to come in and host their own wellness retreat, we have a framework for them and we have 
a, a directory sort of of the assets that we have that they may right. want to use when developing their retreats. And so we are accomplishing that. Mm -hmm. um, we've just decided that quarterly was way too frequently. We're all volunteers. And that right. was a community partnership between our, the Tourism Council, Crazy Water, um, mm -hmm. Crazy Water Hotel, Lake Mineral State Park, mm -hmm. Clark Gardens, and Palpatine General Hospital. We're all working full-time doing that as volunteers and that's a pretty much a full-time job if you're doing it as right, a quarterly right. event so we have we have backed down and i think we're doing it biannually now so you'll do one in january but not one in march the wellness month i don't think so no okay. i think the plan is to do june january and then i don't know if maybe the summer but some of the things that are done during the wellness retreat might be done in march right. just not a part of this three right day in fact there was some some duplication so we had the crazy wellness retreat in march that was three days, yeah. uh, March 10th, 11th, and 12th, I think it was. And at the same time, Clark Gardens again had their Grow Festival, mm -hmm. Grow at Clark Gardens. And some of the things they did was um, we did a full day uh, journey to wellness uh -huh. retreat. It was just a one day retreat. Well, some of the workshops that we did for the crazy wellness retreat mm -hmm. also we did for the journey ah, to wellness. Okay. So like I taught a creative journaling workshop at both. And so we had a <laughs> few that did both. Right. So that one day retreat at Clark gardens was shorter. So it didn't take mm -hmm. up as much as people's time if they couldn't give up a weekend. Yeah. It was also significantly less expensive so right. that we could reach more of the locals and more of the, you know, right. the, kind of the everyday people. So yeah, there is a lot of overlap and similarities. Yeah. And we, I, I think, you know, talking Carolyn Montgomery at Clark Gardens, um, those of us that, that helped put together and taught for the, uh -huh. the journey to wellness one day workshop, we all loved it so much that we may actually do that quarterly instead. So. Okay, okay. Well, it's kind of, you know, you have a wellness retreat this three days, but then you have a whole month of wellness. Of yeah. wellness. So, so is your idea, you said, to use it as a framework, so is your idea maybe like a company wanting to do something for their employees, and then they can just use that framework for their and put together a three-day retreat for their employees? Yeah, yeah. so basically, and I, and I have actually had um, retreat uh, planners reach out and mm -hmm. say, hey, you were interested in coming to Minter Wells to do a retreat. You know, what all do you have? So then we're able to say, well, here are, here are the assets. Here are the locations that you might use. Right. Here are the outdoor offerings, like Lake Mineral State Park, the things you could do there, or the the labyrinths at, at mm -hmm. the Clark Gardens and the National Vietnam War. So we're able to give them basically a directory of the assets right. that they would need. Right. But we didn't really know exactly what all they would need until we did a retreat of our own. Right. And so that helped us kind of realize, okay, these are the things that people will be looking for. And so it helps us yeah. kind of And you've already practiced then. Everybody right. that has a, a ro had a role in it now yeah. knows what works and what doesn't work, yeah. too. You yeah. know, not and just how to do it, but, hey, this worked really well. Yeah. Let's do more of that. Or, you know, this part was a little clunky. Yeah. Maybe just shorten that or, you know, yeah. change it for something else. So, yeah. yeah, it was just a good trial run. Yeah. Well, and through, um, you know, a lot of the, because Carol Elder has been in this wellness space for many, many years, and so she has lots of um, relationships with really great people that mm -hmm. we've been able to bring in for, for workshops, like Dustin Strong at Strong on Health, who mm -hmm. is... He travels around the country teaching on wellness stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Audie... Audie uh, David and Audie, I can't think of their last names, but they have a TV show on Amazon ca called Yes and Yoga, uh -huh. and, and he was one of the founders of Four Day Weekend. Well, through those relationships, they came into our first one. Uh -huh. They did sound baths, and then he did a comedy thing for us. So wow. um, each time we've had some really great um, workshop leaders or teachers and speakers that just mm -hmm. are really, really renowned and really uh, and excellent, and those have come through relationships. So those are the things too that we may be able to recommend out to people bringing retreats here so so um what is your next goal i know that there's a wellness tourism association you're talking about their mm -hmm. nine criteria right is your next goal to get some sort of designation what yeah. kind of designation do you get with them so with them they are they are the people the organization that set the standard globally for what a wellness destination is. And a destination can be a community mm -hmm. or it can be a resort, you know, just a destination, a place mm -hmm. you would go for wellness. 
and um, they they have the nine criteria, and that's what we've been following. And when they came and did our assessment back uh-huh. in February, of the nine, we're short on two, which was great because we thought we might be short on three. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two that we're short on is dining options. You need a wide yep. variety of healthy dining options, and yeah. to be a healthy so for a restaurant to be considered healthy dining option according to their standards a restaurant has to have at least one vegan one vegetarian and one gluten-free option okay not including a salad okay so um, honestly we don't have a lot of that or if we have it we don't know it yet because we haven't seen it right so one of the goals is to go out and work with the restaurants through tourism advisory board Mm -hmm. to um help number one take a look at what they already have and help them highlight the the dishes that they offer that already meet those goals then to also see if there are menu items they already do that we could help them tweak that uh-huh. would fit those goals. And, gotcha, yeah. And or suggest... They're already making it right. if they just change one or two right. ingredients. So, for example, we have one restaurant in town that does... I want to say... Carla's the one that always tells about it. Um, I want to say it's like a chicken fried steak plate, which is clearly not healthy. Mm-hmm. However, if you take the chicken fried steak off of it, uh-huh. it's a really great veggie plate. Oh, yeah. Super simple. So yeah. now we're just asking to highlight. Well, and then the goal is that we will either um, provide little stickers that it's the same icon that everybody in, in town will use. Oh, okay. Or help them reprint menus with this icon. So this little icon, this little sticker will on their highlight menu? on the menu okay. that will highlight the dishes that a wellness traveler or somebody, a health mm-hmm. conscious person would want to, These this helps highlight those right. items. So that's one of the goals. The other criteria that we don't meet is we don't have um, sustainability policies and practices in place. We don't have a lot of people that are practicing any kind of sustainability like recycling or water reclamation or ah. um, things that are accessible. Like people may be doing it in their homes, right, right. but that doesn't, that's not something that a wellness traveler is going to be able to um, latch on to. It's not something that's being done as a community. So it's really important for us as a community to be able to show that we're trying to help protect the earth. So right, reduce, right. reuse, recycle efforts or those kinds of things. So the first thing that that kind of task force will look at is reaching out to the community and saying, is there anybody doing anything mm-hmm, here? Right. So that we can at least identify them and then look for what are some of the simple cost low cost things that we could bring to our community Mm -hmm. that are, you know, that are sustainable or that are earth, earth friendly. Right. That's something I miss. Um, I mean, I go out and put all my trash in one bin now. I'm like, this is different because the last, I don't know how many years, every place I've lived has had, well, other than one little town that only had population of 200, (laughs) where I had to take my own trash down a landfill. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's had two bins. Yeah. One for recyclables and one for yeah. non-recyclables. And yeah. frankly, most everything went into the recycle bin. Yeah. And I think most people would be for recycling, except that, it, you know, it's it's a, there's a cost. Involved. Oh, yeah. There's a cost. And so, I mean, it would be added on. But so back to what why we go after the nine criteria, the designation. Mm-hmm. The goal then is to receive their seal of approval as the first community to be designated as a wellness destination. They don't wait, have wait, one yet. Wait, and you're we're saying talking first we're community. So community. they have destinations, but not a whole no community. No communities have been designated. They've not gone after that criteria wow. intentionally. And we would be the first community. And I'm not talking about in the U.S. I'm talking around the world. You're kidding. Globally, we would be the first community. As a, if we now just I can get understand those two criteria. Was, the, yeah, I could understand if it was Texas. No. But you would think California would have a community. And some of these countries overseas Germany comes to mind you would think they would have accomplished this or gone after it and and the thing is about it is it is a new it's a new thing that's not something that they've offered for a long time it's a Mm -hmm. new thing that they're doing it's just nobody has um latched on and intentionally gone after Mm -hmm. the nine criteria yet so um it is just two criteria. Mm-hmm. The dining one will be easier than the sustainability yeah, one, yeah. but we're hoping that we can get to them quick enough that nobody else gets in front of us. We want to get that first 
We want to be the first ones, of course. How so. many how many restaurants do you think we need to have to m- meet that goal? There's there's not really a number, but let me just kind of give you an example. We um, when she came, the mm-hmm. the woman from Wellness Tourism Association, when she came to do our assessment back in February. She actually is that wellness traveler. I can't remember if she's, I think it's gluten-free and vegetarian, I think she is. I can't, I can't mm-hmm. remember exactly. So we picked him up at the airport, and the first meal was like a, a Friday evening dinner. Mm-hmm. We didn't have... A dinner. We, we didn't have, we have a lunches. Place. We didn't have a place but we not dinner. To. So... Then the next morning, we went for breakfast, and... Oh, yeah, no breakfast. Right? If you're looking for vegan, vegetarian, mm-hmm. and gluten-free. Yeah. Uh, then the next day was lunch. Well, we do have a couple of lunch options, mm-hmm. and um, that was good, but then dinner rolls back around on Saturday night, and then where do you, and Sunday for mm-hmm. breakfast, and we just don't have that. Right. So... There's not a number. There just needs to be plenty of offerings. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. And it is possible, like I said a while ago, it is possible that we have a number of restaurants that have those dishes, Mm -hmm. you know, those things Mm -hmm. to offer. We just need to identify them and then be able to highlight them uh, and make sure that when a wellness traveler comes, they know where to find those healthy meals. So So if there's any restaurants out there, they need to get in touch with you and say, hey, I'm offering this. Yeah. And I'm offering it this time of day. Yeah. Well, and even and if they just want to say, hey, you know, we want to be a part of this. We mm-hmm. want to we want to we want to be a part of it yeah. and make sure that we're capturing it, it, whether it's because they want to be healthy minded or they right. want to capture the um, the market right. as the wellness traveler comes in. If they want us to kind of help coach them through that, take a look at what they have. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. would love that. They can reach out to me. And yep. we've got a team that will um, start, hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll actually get out, get our feet on the ground and get started with that. I am speaking at the International Wellness, um, let me think, Inter- International Wellness Tourism Conference at the end of October. What? And that's their conference. Really? And I'm hoping to be able to say that we have made some real headway on those other two criteria by the time I speak at the conference. Uh, let's hope that's so. That's my goal. So, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. And, and so while I'm thinking about you mentioning businesses, we do have um, wellnesscapitalofTexas.com where people can go. And if you're a business, you can actually scroll to the bottom of that page and you'll find a link that says, I think one is branding kit and one is marketing mm-hmm. opportunities. Yep. And the branding kit is where you can go to grab the official logo for Wellness Capital of Texas, mm-hmm. and you're welcome to use it as long as you don't change it. Just download them and use them. And then the the marketing opportunities is a page that's got mostly free, just a list of free ideas or mm-hmm. low-cost mm-hmm. ideas of things that our local organizations or businesses can do to, one, to promote us as a wellness destination, mm-hmm. Wellness Capital of Texas, but also to align their brands. Even if they're not a wellness-related business, mm-hmm. they can still align with that um, sort of character that that um, my brain just went blank. But they can align their sel- themselves mm-hmm. right. with that as... Um, you know, just through some of those opportunities that we've listed there. So that's, and then in addition, you know, if they've got other ideas or they just want to bounce some ideas, just mm-hmm. give me a call and I'm happy to help in anything that we can do that yeah. helps, helps us truly live out this wellness designation. So if they that see any given. marketing opportunities that they could, could do and feel would be also beneficial for others, they could let you know and you could yeah. add it to that site. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we probably wouldn't, unless, I mean, if they just have ideas uh-huh. that they want to share with others, yeah, I would add it to the site. But, but if they're doing things in that wellness space, mm-hmm. like I want to know so that yeah. I can help promote it. And I know she have hashtags on there, so they should we be do. using those hashtags right. too. So anytime that you're posting for um, mineral well stuff, we've got two. We have our branded hashtag, which is visit mineral wells. And then now we have our um, designation hashtag, and it's wellness capital of Texas. Mm-hmm. So hashtag both of those, and, and that'll help. And I know that she also us. have where America goes to get uh, drink uh, itself. Where America to, drinks its yeah, way to hell. Yeah, I love yeah. that one. Yep. And I think the South's Great Health Resort, I think, is another one, or America's yeah. Great Health Resort. I love the yeah. one about where yeah. America goes drink yeah. its way to health because that's 
that's historic. throwing back yeah. to an earlier time when the Chamber of Commerce yeah. was using that in their yeah. promotional materials. Yeah. Bef before our time. And before there were hashtags. <laughs> yeah, before there were hashtags. They yeah. were hashtagging before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what, what, I'm kind of interested in like the mental health care. You, you know that my parents mm -hmm. both have dementia and, 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 and mental health care isn't just for like people who have dementia, but for yeah. their caretakers too. Yeah. Um, what kind of programs are in existence now or are in, in the works or in the, the thought process for the mental health care aspect of this? So right now, we don't have anything identified. We're mm -hmm. always trying to reach out to more and more of the community because I feel sure that there is some of that in place. Mm -hmm. um, I know Pecan Valley does some things. The um, Pecan Valley, I can't think of the full name of it. Mm -hmm. I know they're doing some things. And so we do want to identify where all of those opportunities mm -hmm. are. Typically, when you're looking at wellness mm -hmm. uh, as especially like wellness travel, wellness tourism, they're more proactive, mm -hmm. not... Um, Reactive. Right. right. And so when you're thinking proactive mm -hmm. mental health and mindfulness, that's self-care, that's, yep. you know, that's yep. those kinds of, you know, taking some downtime. That's the yoga, that's the right. meditating and right. the labyrinths. And yeah. yeah. When you start talking about things like... Um, dealing with an already existing mental right. issue or dealing with an already existing health mm -hmm. issue. Yeah. Now you're talking about reactive. And though, yes, those are important mm -hmm. as a wellness, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as a seeking to be a wellness destination, mm -hmm. we're trying to stay more on the proactive side, right. the front right. side of it all. Um, but we do want to be able to help identify those assets, those different opportunities right. for on the other side of it mm -hmm. too, just so we can help refer people out. However, we aren't necessarily pulling that together as programming. Right. And I think proactive can also be useful in the mental health care existing problems mm -hmm. and physical health care existing problems because you do need some of that relaxation mm -hmm. and yoga and stress management. Stress yeah. management, exactly. Yeah. And if if you're taking care of a family member who has yeah. some issues, you need to do, be proactive in taking right. care of your own yeah. mental and, frankly, physical. Because yeah. when you're worn down stress-wise, yeah. if you don't get out and do things, and I can attest to that, yeah. your own health is going right. to be impacted. Your physical health, yeah. your, you know, you're going to get... Well, not just old, but <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get overweight, mm -hmm. and you're not gonna be because you're not physically active. You're gonna lose your strength. Yeah. So, um, aside from the proactive um, aspect of it, what about wellness education? Mm -hmm. What what um, programs are already out there for the wellness education outside of the retreats? Yeah, they're going so on. Yeah, we haven't actually organized anything else. I am hearing, uh, because of the wellness designation and, mm -hmm. and the news getting out, we're starting to hear from more people. Mm -hmm. So I think that we will start to see those. Mm -hmm. uh, I do believe that the Crazy Water Hotel, we had a couple of speakers at the Crazy Wellness Day uh -huh. that were just fantastic, and we felt yeah. like, goodness, we could just have something every month with this person. I believe the Crazy Water Hotel is thinking about doing something on a regular mm -hmm, basis. Mm -hmm. One of the cool things for the Crazy Water Festival this year is we're adding a wellness component to it. So oh. there will be, right, there will be workshops and things down at the Crazy Water Hotel during the Crazy Water Festival. Uh -huh. So that's really exciting. So I am starting to hear from people now uh -huh. that they're like, hey, I speak on or I teach on right. this. I would love to, you know, bring that. So we're trying to figure out well, what is the platform? How do we organize that? And right. it may be that we don't organize it because, you know, obviously we can't organize all the things. Mm -hmm. But if, if they're doing them and will let us know. But right now we haven't as a group, mm -hmm. the, the collaboration, we haven't already put anything in place to make ongoing education. Right. It's something that we would love to see. And again, we would love if somebody else is able to kind of you know, right, spearhead right. those and then just let us know. Um, but, but we, you know, if we're seeing that it's not happening, we may try to step in and, and do something. But like I said, I do think Crazy Water Hotel is planning to do something and uh -huh. that will help. Yeah. So do you see there being like a resource page somewhere saying these people are resources for... Possibly. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
all of this, we're kind of pioneering all of this. Yeah, it sounds like it. Just being the first learning, community right, for, we're, you know. We're learning as we go. And so a lot of this, like even even having put together uh, the Wellness Capital of Texas, you know, web pages, that was all just kind of like, one day I was like, oh, I probably should have, it would be good if this information yeah. were consolidated yeah. somewhere so where people could find it easy. So everything about this has really been pioneering. Our community is really just... Um, grabbed a hold of it and, and we're just we're pioneering this thing so we're learning as we yeah. go and we're always looking for more people that are in that space that especially if they know more than us because we only know so much you know obviously having more people involved people that know more especially people that are willing to you know step out there and, and help create organize offer you know these different things uh, but yeah it is it's a whole lot of just learning as we go it would be awesome if we were the first community to get that. Yeah, that would be awesome. So, so anybody listening, if you are a restaurant and you want to help us get our meet our wellness our dining criteria, please reach out to me. And if you know of uh, sustainability things happening or we can do, mm-hmm. reach out to me yeah. because I really do. That that's it. It's those two criteria that we've got to get to. So yeah. So I'm thinking about. Um, you know, we've got the the bike trail, the mm-hmm. rails to trails mm-hmm. that happened. Um, <clears throat> what about, you know, there's people that bike that trail all the time. What about, what are we doing to maybe draw that crowd into downtown? There are some efforts to, or, or some plans. There are some people, uh, especially working with our downtown, you know, we're getting a new master plan. And one of the things that has been talked about quite a bit over the last probably two or three years is how do we connect those trails to, you know, we have more than 30 miles of hiking and biking trails here. Mm -hmm. So we have those trails and then we have the trails out north of town at Texas Frontier Trails Heritage Park, several, you know, a few miles of trails out there. So there's a, a... a hope, a desire in our community to connect the trailhead mm-hmm. on South Oak to the the trails out off North Oak. Right. And so that would be a piece of that. There's not a lot that we can do with the trailway itself because mm-hmm. that belongs to right. the state. And exactly. There are a lot of you know rules and regulations there. But they're but there. Yeah. I mean, they're. That's like. That's like. Um, people going Mm -hmm. by the town all the time how can we take advantage of all those people yeah and so and a lot of that is tucked you know for their safety and for just the the piece of those rides a lot of it is tucked behind so it's not actually going right through our town it's kind of tucked so you're not seeing a lot of so again i mean that would be like signage and things on the trailway and Mm -hmm. those are things that you know not necessarily feasible with with state property right right yeah but there are there are talks about connecting uh, and that would be a huge thing if we can connect that trailway to these trails that would be huge because it'll take people right through downtown i agree um so i'm sure that many people wonder this why the dandelion <laughs> so, <laughs> See, I made it sound like a big so mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, I reached out to um, local Perry Lavelle, who's a graphic designer, uh-huh. to design us a logo for Wellness Capital of Texas, so that it would have its own branding uh-huh, identity. Uh-huh. And when we first started, um, I didn't really have a whole lot of ideas, and but I knew. Typically, when you think of a wellness, anything, a wellness brand, mm-hmm. it's going to be symbols that look like spas or remind you of those kinds of things. Right, well, right. Our wellness, though we do have spas right. and spas coming, mm-hmm. our wellness is really more about our nature. So I was trying to think, what is the icon for that? Mm-hmm. And so they had, she had played with a couple of things. It seems like there was, um, I don't even remember, but it just, something wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't ringing with me. Uh-huh. And then I just had this, I don't even know where the idea came from, mm-hmm. but I had this idea that, well, what about a dandelion? And so I thought that's cool because we have a lot of dandelion. That's representative of nature. Uh-huh. That would be cool. But then after I suggested, hey, Perry, why don't you play with a mm-hmm. dandelion? Mm-hmm. Then I started doing a little bit of research, and it was really cool because when yeah. you look into dandelions, the, um, symbolically, they're known for hope because if you think about when you blow on the little burst of seeds and every seed goes out to plant something, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hope in that. Um, it also represents rejuvenation, uh, resilience. Mm-hmm. And then medicinally, like dandelions, you can actually cook with them, and that's healthy food. Really? 
really? And I can't remember what they're, but medicinally they have healing properties. And so when you think about hope, resilience, mm-hmm. rejuvenation, healing, like that is a perfect symbol for mineral wells. It is our historic, it's our heritage, uh-huh. yeah. our healing heritage, um, getting us to this point where we are today took mm-hmm. a lot of resilience and a lot of hope. So it was just, it felt like the perfect symbol to represent our wow. women's designation. That is yeah, cool. It was really exciting, yeah. It was just like, it was, it was one of those moments of like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. So, so Perry drew that? Perry, uh, Perry wow. designed it. And if you notice in it. the middle of it, there's actually also a star. So that was like Perry's like if if we're doing something about Texas, there's got to be a star in there. <laughs> Perry's so in right. In the middle of she's the dandelion, right. there's a star. Yeah. I didn't notice that, but yeah. she's absolutely right. Yeah. Next thing you know, we're gonna have restaurants serving up dandelion meals. You know, <laughs> uh, people cook with dandelions. So and then um, when we were at the press conference uh, for the the official announcement. Uh-huh. Uh, a couple of us were talking about um, one of the Carla Hay Purdue, which is the kind of the representative from the hospital, mm-hmm. who has been a major player in all of this with mm-hmm. us. She came across these dandelion brooches and bought one for oh, a bunch of us. Cool. And so then we got to thinking about the dandelion. And I was like, I wonder if there's a, a National Dandelion Day. We need to do <gasps> There is. It's April 5th. So now we're wow. thinking, okay, what can we do with this? Can we do like a dandelion festival? Can we do like, you know, people cook with dandelions? And uh-huh. like, what can we do so there's another one out there if anybody's listening and you've got some ideas we would love to do something awesome. to really do, you know do something special with with dandelion day in and april and it's a good time too because right. you, you got your wellness in month april. in january in march i mean no yeah your wellness retreat i'm sorry in january oh, yeah wellness month, month in, in march. march and then april you've got right national or, so is, it, or is it international it's i think it's national, national dandelion, day. dandelion day. so I well mean, of course i don't think are dandelions el- elsewhere in the world anyway or they are they're all over the place actually really? oh, oh actually i don't know internationally i don't know i hadn't looked at that but nationally but they are they are so so yeah and we don't have a lot of events in the springtime so yeah, that's a don't. really great yeah so, all right so if there's anybody out there listening and you've got ideas and you want to spearhead something really cool for national dandelion day we would love that but it's april 5th so okay. i don't know we have to do something with it definitely yeah we you know another thing i mind. like about the dandelion besides all the other things you say yeah I mean, you kind of have to like go out and find research on that. That's not, yeah. it's not a natural thing to say, well, this is what the dandelion represents. Maybe right. other than the hope, because yeah. you can kind of symbolize yeah. that. But everybody associates with dandelions just blowing them. Uh-huh. Which is your it's, dreams and your Which is kind of like a, a whimsical thing right. to do, right. which is another fun element. So yeah. to me, the dandelion is kind of another yeah. fun element. It's like we take our health seriously, but part of that is being lighthearted and, and being able to just yeah. enjoy life. Well, and let me just add one more really cool layer to that. Yeah. So after I told Perry, hey, let's try the dandelion, and then she started playing with it, and I said, hey, look at this research that I found. Like, this is so the thing. And then uh-huh. it occurred to me, the very first new mural that went up here in town, <gasps> which one is it? Oh, right? no. It's I right just, here oh, on the Ritz building with the flapper girl blowing on a dandelion for hopes and dreams and aspirations. And so ah, <laughs> and completely down, forgot. Uh-huh, and that's on the on the third floor, but on the first floor of that mural, uh-huh. you can stand by mural that by a mural uh-huh. of dandelions that are as tall as people and you can so oh. there you go. So like it just brings it all full circle. <laughs> and, and that Perry, sign's been there for like over a year now. We, that mural went up in maybe t- 2019 yeah it's been up there a long time right and perry if you don't know perry like she is an artist and and there she um i go to church with her and mm-hmm. she did an art piece many years oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna cry <laughs> she did an art piece gosh i don't know a number of years ago uh-huh. and it was um this she'd had a dream or mm-hmm. she, you know she'd seen this picture and it's of our downtown where part of it is um in kind of black and white and part of it's in color uh-huh. and this was long before the transformation of our downtown started uh, and so she saw she had this picture uh-huh. of our community being our downtown especially being uh-huh. transformed and revived and and she calls that piece hope and so perry oh, is known for hope wow. and so it just was it it just the dandelion Man, piece was just so that's no coincidence right so it, it was just it was meant it to was be it was serendipity it was synchronicity like it was all the things and it was just perfect that's yeah. just amazing now yeah. every time i walk by that building i'm gonna stand there and uh-huh. marvel 
Yeah, I want to talk to Macy, who has that building, and put some kind of like plaque out there about yeah, our yeah. Willis Capital, yeah. you know, and the Dandelion. And Definitely. Haven't done that yet. But <laughs> I That's know, amazing. It's just, like, it just full circle, coming all the way back around with it being Perry that designed the logo for me. So that's it's really just, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share about the Wellness Capital of Texas and where we're going with it? I'm sure we could talk all day. Nothing comes to mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think we've covered a lot of territory today, but yeah. Yeah, yep, and we've got a long ways to go. Yeah. But yep. in October, you're going to be speaking, and maybe you'll have some more. I'm hoping yeah, so. Some yeah. more news for I us hope then. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, October seems just around the corner, but it's a little ways off. But yep. it seems like it's going to be here before we know it. Yeah. Yeah, it so. will be everything's happening so fast so i appreciate you meeting with me today too yeah. because i know a lot of people have questions about the wellness capital of texas yeah. and what it's going to be mean for mineral wells and i think this gives them a really good idea yeah it does and if you have uh more questions again if you'll go to that wellness capital of texas.com i've just loaded that oh, yeah. down with I tons looked at of it. information so and it even tells the story about why i chose the dandelion and so there's just tons of information there for you too. it's a so, great site yeah. and I'm, I'm sure you're going to be adding to it oh yeah, i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can't believe it came up so fast you must have been working on that already I, yeah i actually well i started working on it uh, probably about a month ago, mm -hmm. and I kept them in draft form. Okay. And then the day of designation, that morning before I went downstairs right. to speak, I hit publish on all the pages. Oh wow! <laughs> no so, wonder it appeared overnight. Yeah, it was ready. I had been it didn't, ready. It didn't it occur overnight, no. but it just appeared overnight. No, it, it probably took me about a week to get it all built. So yeah. wow, that's yeah. incredible. Well, thank you. Thank yeah, you for being bet. on the podcast. This is the second time you've been I on. Know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the last one was about the wellness retreat, wasn't it? I think it was. It? No, it was about the hospitality. Oh, training. yeah, it was about the hospitality. Welcome. Yeah. 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 Well, I need to be meeting with people about the wellness retreat, too. Yeah. But well, there's a group January. of us for that, too. So, yeah. 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 Okay. We can pull that together. I'm sure I'll be talking to you again. <laughs> All right. All right. Thanks, thanks Rose. Thanks for listening, y'all. Be sure to like this episode and follow the podcast so you don't miss the next one. You can also follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and now on Pinterest. Do you have a topic you want to talk about? Something you want to hear about? A question about mineral wells? email me at insidemineralwells at gmail.com. Find me anywhere you listen to your podcast or follow Inside Mineral Wells on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or insidemineralwells.com.